When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833 833- 995 gold that's 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-G-O-L-D. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. All right, second hour of Clay and Buck kicks off right now. Let's just review for a moment what we know, where we are with the alleged criminal bribery scheme that's not just about Hunter Biden, but that involves Joe Biden in the allegations specifically. And uh, Senate Republicans have revealed, including Senator Chuck Grassley, that they believe there is more evidence to support this than had previously been known. This all goes back to, you will recall, there's been a fight on the House side and on the Senate side over this FBI FD-1023 confidential human source document. Uh, You know, we had confidential source documents in the Intelligence Division of the NYPD. We had similar situation uh, inside the CIA, right? I mean, that you got to have some paperwork for when people are bringing you information. Now, In this case, um, a person who had been used as an FBI informant in the past had brought information that was deemed to be good, so he was used for a number of years, uh, came forward and told the FBI about this. This is from the Washington Examiner. Mykola Zlochevsky, the Ukrainian (laughs) owner of Burisma. What? 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 I just, I mean, no, just the, I mean... All this is so wildly shady, right? I mean, just hearing the names of all these Ukrainians that are paying Joe Biden and everything else, just it just sounds like a made up like James Bond caper, right? When when you just like kind of lay out all the details, I can't even hardly keep a straight face about it. This this goes to just how absurd the whole thing is. Just take a moment and just have that gut check for a second about. Hold on a minute. Um, It's not like you had a Dutch or British or Japanese, 
you know, natural gas or energy or, even or whatever. Or an American company, right? Like, it, yeah. that, that, like, that's totally normal and above board. And I mean, this is such he, a sham from the front. Biden, Joe Biden, was the point man for the Obama administration in Ukraine at a time when there had been, uh, you know, the, the Orange Revolution and when there had been years of fighting on the eastern side of it and all kinds of graft and corruption. And I mean, Ukraine was a mess. Biden was put in charge by Obama, which alone you would think is, wow, right? This is the guy. You're pretty, I mean, you've said a million times, you wouldn't hire him for a single job at OutKick, right? Like Biden isn't, Biden isn't a guy you would want in charge of anything. And somehow now he's technically in charge of the country. But, but the, the companies, or rather the countries, companies located in, uh, that were paying off the Bidens come from our biggest adversary who's looking for any advantage possible through dollars to us, which are, or to individuals, which is China and, uh, the comp- the country that is probably the most in need of U.S. foreign policy favors, Ukraine. Okay, so here we go. We get Zlachevsky was the foreign national involved in the alleged criminal bribery scheme detailed in the FBI form and referred to Joe Biden as the big guy during a conversation several years before the June 2020 date of the Bureau document, according to the FBI record uh, described to the Washington Examiner by sources. Grassley said that according to the FD 1023, the foreign national possesses 15 audio recordings of phone calls between him and Hunter Biden and two audio recordings of phone calls between him and the then vice president, Joe Biden. couple things before we get into it. I mean, Ted Cruz just Ted yep. Cruz pulled out the howitzers in uh, in the Senate yesterday. We'll get to that in a second. But Clay, um. This is the kind of thing where you would stop to say, hmm, why would this corrupt Ukrainian oligarch be recording conversations with the people that he's just business partners with unless he was looking for leverage in case things went bad? Right. I mean, that's just to me, step one of this. Buck, I would just say to anybody out there listening. Is there a more shady group? that you could go into business with, then and the answer is probably yes. There may be a few more shady, but I, I'll give you a quick story before we pay, play Ted Cruz. I don't think I've told you this story. I'm curious what you would think about it. When I was doing my sports talk radio show, my producer called me one afternoon. He said, I just got a really weird call. I said, oh, what what call did you get? He said, I was working out at the gym. My phone ring, it's from a, rings, it's from a blocked number, and it's a, somebody from the Russian government saying they want to invite Clay Travis to come to Moscow to watch the election of Vladimir Putin and be able to report about how honest it was. They're going to fly me to Moscow. They're going to put me up in an elite hotel. The Russian government has tracked down my producer of my radio show. And all of this, I'm just saying. Can I just? What, how, how was your How was your trip to Moscow? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I don't think I've told this story on the radio before. And my reaction was, the hell I'm going to get on a plane. Even even then, like, I would like to travel, but that I'm going to go as a guest of the Russian government and go to stay in a hotel in Moscow. Like, no. Somebody reached out to Hunter Biden like that, Buck. Some random dude in Ukraine reached out to Hunter Biden, and somehow he ended up in this relationship with a Ukrainian interest. My point on it is, 
It's super shady from the moment it begins. You know that it is not on the up and up. And and, and it's so incredibly shady. Here's where I think we we have to you know, we have to think a couple you know, layers into this or a few a few steps ahead of this. Even if Joe Biden knew nothing about this, which I do not believe for one second, I think the record shows he did know about Hunter getting, you know, these payoffs and being the bag man for the family. The fact that his son would be compromised in this way. I mean, criminal bribery is something you can go to prison for for a long time. That would mean, and this is why I go back to the recorded conversations, there is leverage against the then vice president's son, now president's son. Right? You start thinking about, hold on a second, what kind of game were these different interests? We're talking millions of dollars, right? This isn't even like, oh, we'll pay you, you know, We'll pay you 50 grand to show up and give a speech. And it's like, wait, why do you want to hear me speak in Russia? No, this is millions and millions of dollars. And it's all where, where there is smoke, there is fire. There is so much smoke here. It's like a forest fire. And the FBI is playing games. And this is, this brings me to Ted Cruz yesterday, um, in the Senate. He had the, one of the senior FBI, uh, you know, like as, assistant directors or something, one of the senior FBI guys. There And I want you to hear how this exchange goes. Here, play Ted Cruz trying to get some answers about this Biden bribery stuff. The FBI is stonewalling. Would two, you agree? Two things, Senator. No sure. one's stonewalling. The 1023 you just said you refused was provided to answer the question. in response to a subpoena. Okay, the then House why did you refuse to answer committee. my the, question? The pertinent information is there, and I reject your assertion that the why FBI Why did you refuse to answer my question? I just answered your question. Okay. So, yes, you have a 1023. Do you have the 17 recordings? Yes or no? I'm not going to get further into that. So subject. you're stonewalling. You can't say I'm not refusing to answer your question, but I won't answer your question. I'm going to answer within the parameters that we operate in. That's the problem. The FBI has right now an unlimited hubris that you believe you are unaccountable. You don't believe you're accountable to the United States Congress, and you don't believe you're accountable to the American people. So that's Deputy FBI Director Abadi and Clay. A few things. One, think for a moment. This informant had been good for a long time before. If there are recordings of this and the FBI knows they exist or, heaven forbid, had access to them, maybe even got them at some point, and this was never followed up on. The FBI has, I and mean, we're talking about tear it down to the studs. You know, the whole place is, is going to have to get a really serious redo. And, and I think so that's one part of it. But then also just the, we talk about the double standard in prosecution, right? That's what we talked about the first hour of the show. There's double standard Hillary versus Trump. But what we also see here is a double standard in just even investigation by federal resources, right? George Papadopoulos sits down in London, you know, says, I heard a thing about a guy on the Internet or something. FBI goes to the mat, all in, sets up, you know, full field investigation on him, then gets FISA on on, uh, on Carter Page. I mean, they go crazy with it. The sitting vice president is being accused of being on tape, effectively figuring out a bribe. This should be the kind of thing. This makes FBI careers, man. This should be the absolute top priority. If we found out they sat on it, meaning it doesn't even mean it has to be totally true, but they didn't do anything, shows you the fix is absolutely in. And also, they didn't leak it. That's where I come back, Buck. 
all of these people who are supposedly so upset about the documents that Trump has in the media, they've made a living off of illegally leaked documents classified in nature that they typically don't get the opportunity to uh, to see. They've won Pulitzer Prizes based on reporting, certainly even if it's based on lies like we saw with Russia collusion. And that is also indicative, Buck, of a corrupt system because how is it that we don't find out? I mean, this is a big deal. If there are 15 recorded phone calls between Hunter Biden and a Burisma executive, two of which involved Joe Biden when he claimed that he had no relationship whatsoever with his son's business dealings, which we know are a lie, and the FBI has potentially had access to them or known of the potential existence of these 17 recordings for years. To me, Buck, it ties in in a big way with the way that the FBI responded to the laptop. Because remember, they knew the laptop was real. They had had it since December of 2019. And what did they do when you look at the Twitter files? They held Aspen Institutes where they actually preceded the idea that this was Russian disinformation and that there might be a release of a alleged Hunter Biden laptop as part of the prelude to the 2020 election, which they knew about because they had Rudy Giuliani under surveillance. And I'm saying all this, Buck, and I feel, you know, the meme of the guy standing in front of the wall with like all the different, you know, connections that he's drawing. There's so much here that when you say it out loud, it makes you sound like a crazy person. You sound like a wild conspiracy theorist. But it's impossible to draw any other conclusion other than the FBI covered up and continues to cover up the Biden crime family. So it makes me wonder yeah. why. Like, well, what is the impetus under which this would occur? You were in you were in counter intel. It, doesn't this all strike you as incredibly strange that the FBI? Like, it almost yes. feels like so somebody's I'll- got something on the FBI. Right. Look, the, the Democrat Party is the party of the state, the big S state and the fourth branch of government. The unelected bureaucracy is just look at the donations to Hillary Clinton. I can't think of, I don't know offhand the donations to Joe Biden. Hillary Clinton got something like 90, 95 percent of civil service donations from the federal government. So the federal government is effectively an organ now of the Democrat Party, yes. the federal bureaucracy. And the kind of people who rise at the there are FBI agents listening to this right now who are former Marines, former Army. You know, they're just trying to put bad guys away. They're trying to do their job. They want no part of any of this. And they're great. And that's what we all think of or would like to think of when we think of the FBI. But the people that rise to the very top are the Comey's. Comey was a lawyer. He's a prosecutor. He was never even really an FBI guy, like an FBI agent. But he just snaked his way through these bureaucracies to the top because he knew how to play the game and he knew which party was the party of the government apparatus. Trump is a threat to that. Trump is a threat to those people. Trump is a threat to everybody who thinks that being senior in a federal executive agency means that you're unaccountable. You don't you don't have to do things the way that you said you would because you know better than the people you know better than the laws. So they hate Trump. I think that part of it is is clear. You've seen that from within the FBI senior ranks. Again, I'm talking about the people calling the shots here, the political appointees at some of these places. Uh, so that's a that's a big a big aspect of it for me. And I, I sit here and I just say the the most fundamental questions sometimes are the most important. And with the Bidens, it's 
what was the money for? You know, you talk about, uh, you mentioned Mad Men, right? That's what the money's for. Yeah. What was the money for? The millions of dollars to Hunter Biden for not yet even determined business ventures. That is called a bribe. The DOJ has known about this for years, and somehow, to you're, it was so important, they're running out the clock on the statute of limitations on this. They're running out the, the clock on the statute on wire fraud, on tax evasion. That's, oh, we're just thinking it through. Oh, we're going to see how it goes. And then eventually be, oh, man, we were about to, we're, we believe in justice, Clay. We, the DOJ, we're going to crush Hunter Biden on these issues because it's what justice demands. But we believe in the law and the statute of limitations. We just couldn't get it together in time. And they're going to look at people and they're going to tell them that's what happened. That's what I see coming, at least. That's how I think this goes down, which brings us again to this is what's going on in the country right now. We need those tapes. If they exist, we have to know. We need them. And that's why I think Ted Cruz wasn't holding back at all on that one. I think people recognize the stakes here. All right, look, a young mom heard our preborn ad and the lives of her family changed dramatically. She'd kept her pregnancy a secret from her parents and made an appointment at an abortion clinic. Days before the appointment, she heard the preborn ad and learned that a baby's heartbeat is detectable just weeks after conception. She couldn't get the message out of her mind. The day came and she arrived in the parking lot of the abortion clinic. She sat there thinking again about the powerful message. She was terrified and broke down and called her mom. She told her, Mom, I'm pregnant. I have an appointment right now for an abortion, and I can't do it. Please come get me. Together, we helped rescue this precious baby and this mother from the pain of an otherwise forever decision. And we continue praying for this brave young woman today. Preborn writes 200 stories just like this every day. One ultrasound is just $28. To donate, dial pound 250, say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, baby, say baby, or go to preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash B-U-C-K, sponsored by Preborn. Make an appointment with the truth. Tune in every day to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. 
Unlike other apps on prize picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less. Every time you play, you pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever, and it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free Prize Picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match up to $100. Download the Prize Picks app. Use promo code Clay, that's C L A Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. As someone who served our country in the intelligence community, I appreciate companies that back our nation's service community. One company that does it best is GovX. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. GovX offers unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands, sports and entertainment tickets, travel deals, the list goes on. GovX.com is a one-stop shop for the things you love. GovX also donates a portion of every single order to nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. When you shop on GovX.com, your orders make a meaningful impact. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com, that's GovX.com, and join a community of more than 8.5 million patriots and pros. It's fast, easy, and free to join. Use my name, Buck, as your promo code in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Thanks to New Gingrich. Glad to hear he's on the side of truth, justice, and UFOs. Um, and uh, and on my side there. Uh, we will, uh, by the walkers, by the way, Buck, for yesterday's listeners, the walkers on the treadmill have just inundated me. Um, so, uh, so I'm, Some again, people- I'm not going believe in the science, Clay. The science not- of walking on treadmills is very clear. I'm not going to apologize at all. I'm just going to build in my new studio in the new house. I'm just going to have a walking treadmill, and I'm going to be like 135 pounds because I walk eight miles every day during the show. Um, I wanted to uh, to play. We're going to talk with Mike Pence here in a moment. Uh, I wanted to play uh, a montage of everybody reacting in the media to our interview yesterday with Nikki Haley. I believe this is cut one. Nikki Haley said she'd be inclined to pardon the former president if he's convicted. Nikki Haley now says she'd probably pardon Trump if she's elected president. Nikki Haley pressed today about a possible pardon if he was convicted. Nikki Haley was on the radio yesterday and she said, you know, when you think about it, I'm kind of inclined to pardon him as well. Nikki Haley, she said she would pardon him. She'd also consider a pardon. She may pardon him. Nikki Nikki Haley Haley. indicates, hey, I think I'm going to pardon. Nikki Haley also saying today that she would pardon Trump. Nikki Haley said today she would be inclined to pardon Trump. Even Nikki Haley also said, even if he's convicted, that she would pardon him. Nikki Haley also, she's going straight to the pardon, right? She's racing all the way ahead to the pardon. <laughs> First of all, Buck, that's everywhere. That was yesterday for you guys listening. We'll, we'll ask Mike Pence the same question because I think it's probably the single most important question that a Republican running for president, given the circumstances right now, should answer. Um, but it, it goes to the heart of this question, I think, which is out there. 
I, but let me hold on. Let me play this for you too, Buck. Did you hear our good friend Joe Scarborough? Because I think we need to fire back at Joe Scarborough in the argument here he's making. He says, "Oh, nobody's saying Trump is innocent." Before we even play this audio, I think this is really important. I don't even think, and I think you would agree with me, Buck, that we need to. Although, as a lawyer, I will make an argument that he is innocent in the next hour for you guys. But I don't even think we need to go to the innocence question because, to me, by far the bigger question is. Is this a significant enough crime to need to upset 240 years of American jurisprudence in order to bring? And the answer to that, to me, is it's easy, and it's no. The, the power to prosecute is the power to destroy. And the single most important decision that a prosecutor makes is whether or not to bring the charge in the first place, because the indictment alone comes with massive cost to the accused, financial reputational uh psychological like this when the federal government has you in their sights there better be a damn good reason for it and that that's that's what we've been arguing this whole time is that the stuff that they're talking about under the circumstances should not arise it does not rise to the level of it's worth it to go for it on this even though it's going to throw the political system into disarray and you know you brought they they keep saying oh they're going jumping right ahead of the pardon, well of course remember we had the with Nixon which they always made a bigger deal out of what Nixon did than than they should have but put that aside you know Nixon got pardoned by Ford you're sitting here like yeah of course because the the country needed to heal and move forward that was the whole idea yeah. so and and I know that people are like well Trump's going to win and this isn't going to be an issue great so why are the libs so freaked out about it well because they're worried Trump might win and this may not be an issue. Well, and I think, again, if Trump wins, he'll certainly pardon himself. But, again, we're in the middle of the primary season right now, and people are running to try to beat Trump. And so I think this is a big part of the discussion. I know this is a serious issue, but just for a second, wouldn't Trump winning the election and pardoning himself be the most Trumpy move in the history of all things Trump, right? I mean, that would be the Trumpiest thing ever. If, if he won the election, which he very well might, pardons himself, and I, the question I didn't get to ask Newt Gingrich, and uh, you know, I, I think it's one we're going to have to ponder is, it's early, I understand, but is the answer to this that there needs to be a special counsel appointed by Donald Trump to look into Hunter Biden, the Biden family? I don't see how, it, it, given that the Rubicon has been crossed, if you can't get to a mutually assured political destruction on this issue, I don't know how we get back to any sense of normal, meaning there have to be consequences for the other side. No doubt. Let me play Scarborough here just so you oh, hear sorry, it because yeah. I teased it. Uh, here he is, cut nine. You will notice of all of the noise out there, of all the ground noise, nobody is saying he is innocent. Nobody is saying he did not commit the crimes that will put him in jail for over 100 years if, if convicted on all things. Because, Joe, bigger question is not these process-related crimes with no actual victim. The question is, how are we doing something for the first time in 250 years, and is that decision justified? That's what real intelligent conversation should consist of, and that's what we'll discuss with Mike Pence coming up, Buck. Former Vice President Pence going to be with us here, team. You're going to want to hear it? Stick around. Welcome in. Hour number three, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. For those of you out there following this news, the Fed has decided not to raise interest rates um, in their most recent meeting. That news just coming down 
in the last three or four minutes. So mercifully, at least for now, interest rates pause. We're joined now by a candidate for the 2024 Republican presidential nomination. He is former Vice President Mike Pence. Appreciate you joining us today, sir. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton, thanks for having me on, guys. It's an honor to be back. Thanks for All being right, with us. All right, so uh, we, we are pleased to have you, and, and i got to begin with the question. Yeah. I said, and you may have heard it uh, when Ron DeSantis was on, us right, right at, on with us right after he, grad, uh, right yeah. after he announced, I said, I think you need to consider announcing that you will pardon Donald Trump in the event he is charged. President Trump has now Convicted. been charged. Yeah, but but even yes, convicted. But if you are president in January of 2025, I think you would agree this is a political prosecution. Why why am I wrong to think that it is important for whoever the Republican president is in the event that it is not Trump to pardon him and why would you not want to pardon him? Well, first off, let's uh, let me take a step back. But I'm going to answer your question. Yesterday was a sad day for this country. I mean, the very specter of a former president of the United States in the dock in a court indicted. Um, I, I just, it's nothing I thought I'd ever live to see in this country. And um, uh, and I, I, I think that millions of Americans um, uh, were, were downhearted about what we saw. But in this country, first principles is what you guys talk about all the time. No one's above the law. Uh, and every one of us is entitled to the presumption of innocent, innocent until proven guilty, right? So uh, so that's where we start. And, and former President Trump's entitled to the presumption of innocence. Now, I have read the indictment. Uh, I, I would tell you all, as someone that spent years on the International Relations Committee, I had the highest level of clearance when I was your vice president. I, uh, these are serious charges. I mean, the handling of classified information bears upon our national security, the safety of our armed forces. And I will just say to you, as I've said in other places, I, I can't defend what has been alleged. Uh, but the former president is entitled to his day in court. Uh, and frankly, after seven years uh, of politicization at the Department of Justice that I lived through, okay, <laughs> I was in that campaign in 2016 when the head of the FBI said that he was not going to bring charges against Hillary Clinton for uh, much the same facts that have now resulted in an indictment uh, against Donald Trump. Uh, I was there in the White House during two and a half years of the Russia hoax. I, I saw the big media, big tech, you know, collude to essentially suppress the Hunter Biden laptop story. All the things you guys have you know, covered with great distinction. But, it, it, you know, so I, I, it's, it's hard for me to believe that politics did not play a role here. And it's one of the reasons why last week, uh, I called on the Attorney General Merrick Garland to come before the American people and talk about the reasons for this decision, to answer questions uh, about the basis of it, because the American people have lost confidence in the Department of Justice. And what I will tell you is that uh, should I have the great privilege of being President of the United States, uh, we're going to restore confidence in the Department of Justice. We're going to clean house in all the senior offices, we're going to we're going to put men and women of unimpeachable integrity in those positions, and we're going to restore the confidence of the American people in equal treatment under the law. As so, part of that, Vice President Pence, can I ask you, uh, would yeah. you consider the appointment of a special counsel to look into what seems to be now increasingly obvious and brazen uh, corruption affecting the Bidens? 
guys, why, why, why would we wait for that? I'm demanding it now. I demanded it on national television this morning. Look, I, I want to see the Department of Justice bring equal vigor to the investigation uh, into uh, the allegations concerning President Biden, concerning members of his family. I'd like to see them bring equal vigor to the investigation into President Biden's handling of classified documents. I mean, some of these documents date back decades, uh, not just to when he was vice president, but when, when he was a member of the United States Senate. That, that's what I want to see. Equal treatment under the law is that everybody gets the same Everybody gets the same treatment. I, I'm going to continue to call on that. But, the, you know, the, the, the lady justice is blind, and we, we ought to be able to demand as Americans uh, that the law be upheld, but that it be evenly and equally applied to everyone. And I will tell you, maybe, you know, I have a I, – I got two members of my immediate family that serve in the armed forces of the United States. My son's a captain in the Marine Corps. My son-in-law is a lieutenant in the Navy. And I – I, I will never diminish uh, the importance of protecting our nation's secrets. But, but, but all that being said, you know, as I said, I, having lived through all these years of politicization, I, I promise you, if I have the opportunity to be president of the United States, we're in a clean house, give the American people a fresh start, and restore confidence in the rule of law. So, so Vice President Pence, this is the the most basic question, but I think in a lot of ways yeah. it would be right. the most important one for you, which is. Uh, you served under President Trump. Why are you running? Why do you think you would do a, a better job or what would you be doing differently as a matter of policy from what a lot of the listeners feel like was a overall very successful first four years of Trump? Well, I, look, I'm incredibly proud of the record of the Trump-Pence administration. I know there are some candidates in this Republican primary who are, have taken to criticizing our record, but I, look, I stand by it shoulder to shoulder. Uh, every single day, other than the difficult time that we had at the end uh, that I spoke about in my announcement speech last week where I stood on the Constitution of the United States, every single day I was there as we worked to rebuild our military, revived our economy, we cut taxes, rolled back regulations, achieved energy independence, we secured our border, and we appointed three of the justices to the Supreme Court of the United States that gave America a new beginning for life. I'm proud of that record. But I'm running because I think this country's in a lot of trouble. I mean, frankly, in two and a half years, uh, President Joe Biden and the Democrats have weakened America at home and abroad. And I think those of us that have the experience, which my experience ranges not just from being vice president, but I was governor of the state of Indiana, where we balanced budgets, we doubled an educational choice program, we stood for life and liberty, and also I was a I was a, a leading House conservative for 12 years. I battled against the big spenders uh, in my own party. When I that was when I first came into contact with the late and great Rush Limbaugh. As he he saw me as a backbencher that was fighting against big government republicanism back in the day. And I, I would tell you, I just think those of us that have the experience and those of us that have the proven commitment to the conservative agenda that's carried us, not just to Republican victories, but to great victories for the American people over the last 50 years, have an obligation to step forward. And that's why my wife and I, after a great deal of prayer and deliberations, announced our intention to seek the Republican nomination for President of the United States. And any one of your listeners all over the country that would like to know more or even help us out, go to MikePence2024.com. All right. We're talking to former Vice President Mike Pence running for president as the Republican uh, contender here in the primary. And I want to circle back uh, to the first question there because sure, I don't think you, right. you, you yeah. directly answered it. So 
let's presume you're fortunate enough to take oath of office January 2025. You become the next president of the United States. Donald Trump is convicted of what I think you would agree are clearly, to a large degree, political-based charges. He is facing time in prison. Maybe they even put handcuffs on him and walk him into a prison. Would you pardon him from those federal charges? Well, first off, I'd, uh, these are serious charges. And as I said, I can't defend what's been alleged, but the president does deserve to make his defense. And I would say to each one of you, look, I, I've been a former governor. Um, uh, I've actually granted pardons uh, to people. Um, and I take the pardon authority very seriously. It's an enormously important power of someone in an executive position. And uh, uh, I, I just think it's premature to have any conversation about that right now, guys. I really Why would do. you? But hold on. Let me just ask you that. Because, I, I, look, yeah, I think as a matter right. of principle, I think as a matter of principle, if you believe, as as both Buck and I do, that Donald Trump is being prosecuted to a large extent for political-based reasons, something that has never happened in the 240-plus yeah. year history of the United States, that we are setting an awful precedent here, and I think it's important to look at this even before the case has taken place. You've read the indictment. You know what the allegations are. They are serious. Right. But right. to me, what is gained by allowing Donald Trump to be put in prison in the event he was he was convicted is we lose infinitely more by not just taking a principled stand and saying as a matter of principle, this shouldn't happen. I'm not going to allow it. To me, if you're the executive, you are the ultimate decider. With all due respect, when you aren't telling us what your decision would be, I think you're dodging the question and 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 frankly not stepping up on the on the front of leadership, which in the past you've been willing to do. So, I, I, to me, not answering is a no. Well, look, I, <laughs> number one, I don't think you know what the president's defense is, do you? I mean, what are the facts? I mean, look, we either believe in our judicial process in this country or we don't. We either stand. By the rule of law, we don't. I just uh, what I would tell you is, I think, as someone who but has what, what I'm hearing is, you're fine with Donald Trump being put think, in prison, sir. And that, to me, well, look, since it, you were his vice president, guys, feels guys, pretty disrespectful. Look, I, I had a standard rule. I don't talk about hypotheticals. But look, we don't know what the president's defense here is. I think he's entitled to make his defense, entitled to have his day in court. And uh, look, let's you know, let's take it one step at a time. But I, I would just tell you that I. I uh, it, but if you, you know can, that you these are political charges and you do, you, this is not a this is not a difficult decision. Clay, I think to be we've made I think we've principle. gotten I think we've yeah. gotten what we're going to get here in terms of an answer to this one. Um, yeah, I, I just think you, any I think any conclusion by anyone running for the presidency of the United States that would prejudge the facts in this case or prejudge the investigation into President Biden or his family is premature. Let's let let's let the process play out. Let's follow the facts, and I promise you, as president of the United States, I'll do just that. What would you do differently from either Trump or any of the other Republicans running, sir? What, where where do you differentiate yourself? I mean, because to me, the, if yeah. you feel like the four years under Trump were so great, well, then why why run yourself if if the guy who was at the top of the ticket is running again? Do you know what I mean? I mean, honestly, I'm curious about that. Yeah, it's it's a it's a great question. Look. You know, I joined the Republican Party when Ronald Reagan was in the White House. You guys were probably in grade school at the time. Um, ran for office the first time when he was uh, when he was actually in his last year in office. I joined the Reagan Revolution. I'm someone that believes that 
in a strong national defense and American leadership in the world. I think I think we are the leader of the free world, the arsenal of democracy. And uh, when I hear the former president and others, frankly, in this race that are that are minimizing America's leading role in the world and, and talking about pulling back or can't decide who should win after Russia's unconscionable invasion into Ukraine, I push back on that. I think we have an obligation to provide the soldiers of Ukraine with the resources they need to go and win that fight and repel the Russian invasion. I also think that's the best way to send a message to the Chinese that would diminish their military ambition. Secondly, look, uh, we are facing a debt crisis in this country, the likes of which we have never seen. We, we have a national debt the size of our nation's economy for the first time since World War II, and it's about to increase by a factor of five times if we're not willing to engage the American public and bring principled and compassionate reforms to the entitlements that are driving three-quarters of our national debt. Now, Joe Biden's policy is insolvency. But frankly, Donald Trump's policy is the same as Joe Biden's. Neither one of them are even willing to talk about the national debt, talk about uh, bringing common sense reforms to Social Security and Medicare. I will. I have been. I will continue to. Finally, look, I'm pro-life. I don't apologize for it. I'm incredibly proud that our administration appointed three of the justices that sent Roe versus Wade to the ash heap of history where it belongs. We've got this new era of life before us, and yet I hear my former running mate talking about some pro-life measures being too harsh, suggesting that overturning Roe v. Wade cost us elections in the midterm elections, and I see other candidates beginning to shy away from the right to life. Look, I, I believe the cause of life is the calling of our time. Uh, and I'm going to continue to stand strong with states around the country that are advancing protections to the unborn. As president of the United States, I'll support efforts uh, to protect the sanctity of life uh, at the federal level as well. Former president, vice president, Mike Pence, running for president. Appreciate the time, sir. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on, Clay and Buck. Thank you, sir. A lot of guys out there in the country, guess what? They don't have the chutzpah. They don't have the testosterone. They don't have the testicular fortitude that maybe they should. Think you know who some of those people are. A lot of them in the Biden White House. That's why we need more testosterone in this country. Leading ingredient everyday regimen from chalk in their vitality stack will guarantee that your T levels can go up by 20% in three months' time. A sensation you'll feel long before that 90th day. You need to check it out. You'll have more vim, vigor, vitality than you have in the past by going to chalk.com. C-H-O-Q, 35% off your subscription for life when you use my name, Clay, in the purchase process. Father's Day coming up this weekend. What better way to help dad out and have his back than with a subscription to chalk? You can check it out for yourself. C-H-O-Q.com. That's chalk with a Q as in C-H-O-Q.com. C-H-O-Q.com. My name, Clay, in the purchase process. The Truth Compass. Pointing due right every day. The Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. 
You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Let me tell you about an American company whose entire mission is built around supporting this same community of people, which I'm a part of and proud to be so. GovX.com is an online shopping platform that people like me with service-related backgrounds have been using for years. There are over 8.5 million GovX members benefiting from the site today. As a GovX member, I get access to unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands, sports and entertainment tickets, travel deals, the list goes on. If you're a member, GovX.com is the first place to check when you're shopping online. If you've served our country in the military, law enforcement, firefighting, emergency medical services, or other government agency roles, go to GovX.com. That's govgovx.com and create your free membership today. Use my name, Buck, as your promo code in the shopping cart and you'll get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. With over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Let it flourish. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Well, we just spoke to a Vice President Pence there. We're getting a lot of comments from a lot of you. We want to open up the lines to you, 800-282-2882. Um, clearly not committing to a pardon of, of Donald Trump, not not committing to it, and not answering it one way or the Clay was, you got uh, so fired up because I kept asking him the same question, Buck, but I'm so fired up about this. I think Mike Pence's campaign is over. I think he just ended it in that interview because if your campaign, let me just explain what my theory here, because I think if your campaign is I'm the guy who will stand on principle, I refuse to do what Donald Trump wanted me to do on January 6th because constitutionally I didn't do it. I'll make the hard decisions and I will stand on principle. I don't know how you can stand on principle more than saying trying to put a former president in prison for political reasons is wrong, and I'll make the hard choice and keep him out of prison. Look, look, he's he's the vice president of Trump, right? 
He's running against Trump. That's never occurred in the history of our republic. You want to talk about disloyalty? Okay. You asked him. He's got an answer. He thinks he'll do a better job. I, I don't agree, personally. But he would let his former president be put in handcuffs by Joe Biden and won't tell us, I won't let that happen? That's I'm just that, He's tell done you. to me. If they if they come after you, Clay, I promise I'll pardon you. I, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's I mean, if somebody percent, like, you can, had you can hand, power. To, hand to God right now, hand on the Bible. If the feds come after Clay with some politicized nonsense, he's getting a pardon from President. I, I'm, Buck. I'm not going to let them put you in handcuffs and 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 perp walk you into a prison. I'll, I'll make that pledge to Carrie and your mom and dad right now. He knew that question was coming, and my mind is blown. We'll take some of your calls. <laughs> Can I just? How does he not have an answer for that? The, the I mean, the he, answer is basically he's, he's not going to pardon him. I mean, yes. This is why I'm just like this. I think it's very clear. I think it's very clear that you know he's he's not going to weigh his his answer. To be fair, is he won't give an answer on this until we see the trial. That's his real answer. But for a lot of us, it's what is that? <laughs> like, you what, know what the charges are BS already. Like, I don't even need to know the trial to know what I would do. That's what leadership is. He's done. I think his campaign's over. Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile, if you're still with them. By the way, he's welcome to come on again. I bet he doesn't. You're overpaying every month. Switch to Pure Talk, and you can easily save your family over $900 a year. Right now, unlimited talk, unlimited text, ultra-fast 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. How's the service and the coverage? It's phenomenal. Pure Talk uses the most dependable 5G network in the country. Switching is easy. Grab your phone, dial pound 250, say the keywords Clay and Buck to get unlimited talk, text, plenty of data for just 20 bucks a month. Pure Talk's amazing U.S.-based customer service team will make switching easy. Choose a veteran-owned company that cares about keeping jobs in America. Using your phone, here's how you do it. Dial pound 250, say Clay and Buck for unlimited talk, text, plenty of 5G data. Just 20 bucks a month, pound 250, say Clay and Buck. Save an additional 50% off your first month. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.